welcome back to this week's edition of Refined 90s Cinema with Brendan and Alex. This week's episode is called My Fun Place. <laughs> you don't have to hold your breath. I wasn't holding my breath. I just, the, the 20 seconds of silence literally sucks. It's the worst. But it's so helpful for editing. Anyway, how's it going? How are you this week, Brandon? Uh, life is life is slower now. You're moving in slow motion. It just feels like, I don't know, some days I'm very, very productive. And some days I find I get up and then I'm like, hey, it's four o'clock. How is it four o'clock? What did I do all day? That happened to me today. I finished working and I went downstairs and I was like, wow, it's four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> It like actually at four o'clock. It's funny that you said that time. That's what that's what <laughs> happened to me. I had like a lot of stuff to do, like for my actual job today, though. And then I just didn't realize the time was passing so quickly. So we're having fun. Yeah, of course we are. And I'm I'm liking the show. It's a good show. It is a good show. It's fun. I like chatting with uh-huh. my buddy. I'm excited to because I, I don't remember what episode it was, but we asked uh, for people to like send in their recommendations mm-hmm. or their comments. And we could like talk about it on the next one. I'm excited for when these start actually going up very soon and we get those comments. Once the artwork is finished. The thing like it's weird. Artwork is is a strange thing though, because sometimes I'll like do a ton of artwork or like a ton of mo- like stuff because I'm super motivated. And then other times I'll like wanna do it, but I won't like feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just like a weird thing. It's always been that way with me and my art. So like when I get that like want to do it feeling, it'll it'll get done very quick. I mean, I think that's that's everyone. No, sometimes you want to do things and you're inspired and you're excited. Sometimes you just have to do them and you're not as passionate about what you're doing. Well, it's not it's not a lack of passion, though, because like I I am very passionate about art and I'm very passionate about the podcast. I'm passionate about a lot of things that I want to do side projects for. But I just when it comes to like actually sitting down and drawing, if I'm not like feeling it or it's not there at the time, then I won't produce as good of a result, you know? So like the sketch that I showed you of what our artwork's going to look like, I did that in like 20 minutes mm-hmm. because I was feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just finished it that day. Honestly, that would have been the smart thing to do. But anyway, you guys will get, all get to see the artwork soon. It'll be a good time. And hear our lovely voices. Yes. Speaking sweet nothings into your ears. For refined. 90s. Cinema. We're getting, be- we're getting good at that. <laughs> it's impressive. You're impressive, Brendan. So this week, we are watching 1995's Mallrats. Woo, Mallrats! I've actually never seen Mallrats, Brendan. Good. I'm excited to get your, get your fresh virgin eyes and opinion on the movie. Yeah, it's not too often that I haven't seen a movie and I get to watch like an older 90s movie for the first time. And I'm excited because they're always a great experience. When did this movie come out? 1995, as I just said. So uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith and produced by his friend and production partner, Scott Mosier. Mallrats was the it's not a follow up, but it's the second movie they made after Clerks from 93. Um, I am a huge Smodcast fan and a huge Kevin Smith fan, so I've seen him live multiple times and heard hundreds of his podcasts over the last 10 years and seen most of his movies, so I am very excited 
And I have lots to talk about about this movie this week. Almost to an embarrassing degree. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. And I'm excited to talk about it and tell stories and have a good time like yeah. we always do. It'll be great. So this is our second buddy comedy movie, which also stars Joey Lauren Adams, like the last movie. Is this movie rated R? What was this movie rated? Clerks was rated R, wasn't it? No, I think it was. This movie is rated R. Okay. Yeah, I love I love Kevin Smith. And I like, for example, Jay and Silent Bob. Like, come on. Who doesn't love Jay and Silent Bob? Clerks was also rated R. That makes sense. There's sex and vulgarity. Yeah, I could have sworn that Clerks, Clerks was rated R. So. so this was also rated R. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. It's going to be a good time. Kevin Smith is awesome. I really yes. should watch it or I really should listen to his podcasts because uh, yeah, I love everything that I've seen him in. Um, so to me, it's amazing. Speaking of which, I, I, this is like super off topic off the Kevin Smith topic. But did you see that they're making a, a Bill and Ted movie again? I've never seen Bill and Ted. You never seen like Bill and Ted's bogus journey or nope. Bill and Ted's awesome adventure? Nope. Oh, man. They're making the new one. Um, and it it's going to be awesome. It's like it's they're very like silly movies, kind of like the Jane Silent Bob movies or like, like that style like of humor, Harold and you know? Kumar. Yeah, like Harold and Kumar style and just like like Dumb and Dumber. Like it's like a combination of all those weird things or even like Biodome, like that kind of like slapstick, strange, weird comedy. Um, I'm, I'm pumped because it's going to be like bringing something from what, like the 80s or mm -hmm. like the early 90s into the modern day era. It's going to be cool. And Keanu Reeves and uh, I forget who the other guy is that acts in it, but they're they're coming back for it. So it's going to be awesome. Cool. Is that a 90s well, movie? Could it be on the list? I'm going to look it up because if it is, I might pick it for next week. Uh, like Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I watched it when I was like 10 and I've seen it many times since then as well. It's a good time. So just something to think about. Excellent Adventure is 89. Oh, what about Bogus Journey? Bogus Journey is uh, a little bit later than uh, that, I think. Let's see. 91. Yeah. Bogus Journey is the one that I watched a bunch. So cool. That's awesome. Um. 2020, the, the film is called Bill and Ted Face the Music. That's what the new one's going to be called. So something to look forward to. Very cool. Yeah. You know what movie I'm actually really excited for and I didn't think I would like it all is the, the second <clears throat> A Quiet Place. Oh, my God. Did you see the first one? It, well, it like blew me away. Oh, my gosh. That movie's so good. It's so good. I went to theaters when that movie first came out on opening night at the the mall cinema where I worked here in Halifax and we go down with a bunch of people from the studio and you, you get into the theater and it was hilarious because you know how the movie is like dead silent for most of it right yeah. well for the first like 20 minutes no one made a sound and then all of a sudden you'd hear every once in a while someone like reach into their bag and you'd hear a bag crumple and then it would just stop and they would not try to eat anything like <laughs> no like one would do mood. yeah it was hilarious people would just like not touch their snacks. They wouldn't drink their pop because they didn't want to ruin the mood of the movie. It was the coolest movie experience I think cool. I've ever had. I've never been in a theater and it'd be so quiet before. It was just really interesting. And then every sound scares the living hell out of you. Because, because you're like primed. Yeah, you're not, you're not expecting it at all. It, it was a good time. So. <clears throat> but yeah, the second one's going to be good. Um, you know, John Krasinski, the main guy in that movie, he played in The Office yeah. and all this other stuff. Um, he, he wrote the movie and directed it. With his wife, no? 
Well, his wife wasn't actually originally going to be in it. He had the screenplay written and he was talking to his wife, uh, Emily Blunt, I believe is his yes. wife. Um, he was talking to her one day about like how he, he couldn't figure out who he really wanted to cast for the role. And he, he was doing like the auditions and stuff. And he wanted to he wanted to like really pick the right person for this role of the person to play the, the female lead role in the movie. And she was like, OK, well, I might be able to like help you out with that. I'll read the screenplay. She read it in a night. And then the next day she told him no one. She, he doesn't have to hire anyone because she's doing it. <laughs> do you think so. do you think that happened? And then they had sex and that's what convinced him. Oh, a thousand percent. They had really, really quiet sex. And then he was like, you're the one for the role. She was like, I could do it quietly. Look, I'll prove it to you. Uh, and then he was like, well, I can't. But here, put this gag in my mouth. I won't make a sound. Brendan's got gag fetish. Uh, not at all. That kind of thing doesn't turn me on. I don't know what it is about it. It's like I'm not a big fan of the whole like dominatrix situation. I'm going to leave that there. Wait, why not? You're not going to talk about this this trying topic with me? This, this, these trying times. It's because you I, do. There is. So there's a rumor in the neighborhood. Um, apparently, if you put a pineapple in your shopping cart upside down, that is a symbol to other people that you are a swinger or you're into sort of different things and you're willing to to connect with other couples. Um. So when you go grocery shopping, don't put your pineapples upside down unless you want to get propositioned. Um, but there apparently is a house in, in a neighborhood nearby where I live that the couple, the police have been called multiple times for coercing people into their basement. <laughs> so, wow. I will say as a general rule, please do not coerce anyone into the, your basement. And especially don't put your pineapples upside down. And if down someone tries to do that and you feel uncomfortable, call the police or get out any way you can. And man, so have you ever heard that before? Like, I had never heard that before. No, I, that, this is the that. first time hearing about upside pineapple, upside down pineapples and shopping carts. It also blows my mind that you're willing to talk about swinging, but not dominatrix. I mean, I, I've never done it, but <laughs> I've never done it either. I keep an open mind. That's fair. <laughs> way much more open minds than i apparently uh, so we have some movie reviews to read we for do Mall rats we do are we gonna read them uh, before i mean or I, now it's weird that i don't know do we usually read them before well, sometimes we read them in the middle sometimes read them before but anyway so roger ebert back in 1995 october 20th of 1995 gave this movie one and a half star do i say star or stars because it's technically one and a half <laughs> Technically, it's more than one. So I guess I guess you say stars. <laughs> I, I don't have any. Uh, this is how he started his. I'm quoting quote Roger Ebert quote 1995. Um, I don't have any idea what went on during the preparation of Mallrats, Kevin Smith's new film, but that won't stop me from speculating. Smith is the young filmmaker who made Clerks, the story of a long, strange day in a convenience store for twenty five thousand dollars. Now with a budget at least 100 times as large, he has moved upscale from shopping strip to a real mall for a glossier examination of some of the material. Wow. He goes on to say, it's a very, it's a long, most. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what is his? Review got your tongue there, Brendan? A little bit. Kevin Smith cheerfully said he'd be happy to do whatever the studios wanted if they'd pay for his films. At the time, I thought he was joking. Unquote. That's how he ends his review. Hmm. 
Good review. Good review. I love, you know what's funny about this though? I guarantee I'm going to love this movie because I really like Kevin Smith. But we have a we have a habit of watching movies that get really bad reviews, yes. but then we enjoy, we enjoy watching them like they're good movies. But Maybe we, we like have them. a problem. Maybe we don't. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna not read too many like long reviews because I don't want to spoil anything for myself as far as the movie goes. But Tom Anderson also gave it one and a half stars or star, depending on how you'd like to say it. <laughs> And he says, Kevin Smith has made one good film and this ain't it. (laughs) I really want to post on it and be like, well, your grammar ain't good either. Buddy. (laughs) Bud. We're friends now, bud. Chief. So the movie stars Jason Lee as Brody, who played Earl in My Name is Earl. And it also stars... I lost my list. It also stars uh, Joey Lauren Adams... But the two the two main buddies in this buddy comedy are Jason Lee and Jeremy London, who plays T.S. So I'm excited. Mm. It's been a few years since I've seen this and I really like this movie. So, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I've heard so many things about it in the past. And like I loved Jane Silent Bob Strike back when I was younger. It was one of my favorite just like silly movies to watch. The what is it? The Avengers movie or was it um, what's the one with the girl? That was very descriptive. Teeth? Was it Teeth? Uh, C- Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. We're talking about Marvel to think still. If okay. it's Captain Marvel or if it's a, was it was it Teeth? You're always talking about Teeth. <laughs> Something with someone's teeth in vagina. The, the movie with the teeth. girl. It was Teeth. It's got to be Teeth. Stan Lee. Okay, his name is not Stan Sleep. <laughs> That's what I tried to type in. Stan Sleep. <laughs> it's Stan like a sleep. really sleepy version of Stan Lee. And Captain Marvel. He, Stan Lee's cameo is him sitting on the bus reading a script of Mallrats. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. And uh, Kevin Smith, like, basically, it was after he passed away when the movie came out. And he was basically in tears like, this was amazing. It was very Michael Rooker? Yeah. Michael Rooker is in this movie. He is in this movie. Oh, my God. And Shannon Doherty. Oh, yo. Um, And this was also one of the first movies that Stanley did a cameo in and he said multiple times in interviews that like no one ever asked him to do a cameo in a movie really before Mallrats. And then he was like every Marvel movie I will do a cameo. Yeah and Kevin (laughs) Smith was unknown outside of indie film circles and he just called him up one day and was like hey would you be in my movie? I wrote this part for you and he was very excited to do it. Of course why wouldn't you be? I love how it's got Ben Affleck too. Those those guys always act in the same movies together like jason lee kevin smith ben affleck jason muse and they weren't very well known at the time either yeah none of them were i mean i ben affleck was probably the most well known of all of them at the time from like goodwill hunting and stuff you know yep so yeah that's really cool this uh this this is gonna be fun i'm excited was before goodwill hunting was it no it wasn't goodwill hunting was earlier than 95 i thought goodwill hunting is 97 believe it or not Oh my god, really? That could be in our Robin Williams trilogy if we ever do one. Oh, we should. Robin Williams is There's so the many best. movies. You watch like Dead Poet Society. Everyone I mention suggests more movies. So I'm excited for people to keep suggesting movies. Yeah, well, once we get the site up and running too, people can actually uh I you know, I say this, but people people are going to listen to this and be like your site's already up and running. What are you talking Al- about? Alex, what is our website for our unenlightened listeners? Refine90cinema.com. 
dot com dot call that i'm excited we should we're gonna put that right here in this episode refined 90s cinema dot com yeah and we're i think you're right we should put at the end i made i so there's this i'll give him a plug because honestly all his videos were extremely awesome his name is mike russell he is on youtube he does tutorials for adobe audition he tells you how to do radio drops and DJ drops and how to edit to make you you sound better. Um, so I've been following his tutorials and that's what I'm going to do this week to edit the podcast. And so we recorded a radio drop. So you'll hear that here and you'll hear it at the end of every episode. Yep. Uh, Brandon did an awesome job on it. And he so, so just so you guys know, I don't think we've talked about this before. I'm like, I, well, we sort of started talking about it earlier a little bit, but. I'm like the uh, the artiste behind things uh, for refined '90s cinema, and Brendan's like our editor. And I'll I'll edit on the offshoots when Brendan can't do it. Um, I have all the programs and the media and stuff as well. But he's pretty damn good at it, um, and he did some cool radio stuff. And yeah, kudos to Brendan. Give him a clap, 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 Brendan. Give me one clap. You can clap for me after I actually finish. Except please don't clap too close to your mic, because then I'm gonna be like no. I <laughs> know that's why I did it softly. It was a soft clap. This is a very different episode. <laughs> Everything's organized, nice and clean. Yeah, organization's a wonderful thing, isn't I it? I wrote a script and all the links down so that you didn't have to hear me type and click my mouse the whole show. Yeah. I mean, that's really nice. Plus it I it's honestly I try I I go on my phone sometimes to like look stuff up, but only if I like think of it on the spot. I try to not look at my phone at all while we're casting what because i like to be involved with the it fuck what sorry i just so you asked me about ben affleck so i wanted to know what his other movies were like in the timeline of his acting career according right. to wikipedia his full name is benjamin geza affleck bolt <laughs> what <laughs> that's a that's a mouthful right there is this real Benjamin Geza Affleck Bolt Mouthful. Yeah, that's the name of both of his parents. By the way, I think it's hilarious that I was just talking about how I try to be off my phone during the podcast. <laughs> and immediately you interrupt me with, what the fuck Ben Affleck's <laughs> name is this? <laughs> I didn't, I would never know that. I'm like being all respectful and you're like, Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, but like, I think it's funny because it's, it's kind of nice because I actually learn a lot on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we look stuff up. We learn about movies. We learn about actors careers, like how to do things. It's just it's kind of interesting. And hopefully we can teach you something, too. Yeah, hopefully. You're on refined 90s cinema with Brendan and Alex. Dude, that was me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Today we're watching Mallrats and we're getting ready to start it. Um, so before we start the movie, we have to talk about our our oh. drinks. What are you drinking, Brandon? I have some more Daunt Poke the Bear. Daunt Poke it. A 2018 VQA Ontario Red. Wow. It's very good. That's fancy. He's a true Canadian bear, as I've said in previous episodes. Hey, I mean, you gotta be right with a name like Daunt Poke the Bear. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know why it never occurred to me before, but the picture on the bottle is, is it a, dick? a bear. <laughs> yes. Is. <laughs> There's actually no bear. It's just a dick. A big, <laughs> veiny dick. And it's called the bear. Uh -huh. 
and it the, the jizz is the wine. And when you oh drink it, God. it's like the bear is coming in your mouth. <laughs> so no, it's a, Dude, that went way farther than I anticipated. When, that was amazing. So it's a bear, and it's like a black and white illustration. And then he's wearing a red <laughs> eye patch. So it's like he got poked in the eye and out came wine. I don't. So you're drinking the bear's blood from his eye socket? Interesting. I don't know. So, so really, it's, it's like a double entendre because you do want to poke the bear because that's how you get the wine. But it's called don't poke the bear. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I'm all like lost in translation. Um, I'm drinking some more rum because I don't have any wine because I have been barricading myself in my house um, because of the, the world as it is. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I may, may mixed another one of those awesome blue and pink drinks. Did from you? Last week. That's awesome, dude. What? Wait, we're calling it the. What was your name? Tropical. What was your name for it? Uh, I don't know. Tropical breeze. That's what it was. Something like the that. Biodome tropical breeze. Did you yeah, know? Now, there's, now everyone listening is like, no, it's not. It was this. <laughs> you idiot! God, you don't even remember your own drink name. You're so stupid. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story of that noise so people understand why we think it's so funny? <laughs> That's the sound that a soap dispenser makes in a bathroom. When you, like, put your hand <laughs> under it and you have, like, the foamy soap, it goes, Arr. and where we must have been, like, in a bar one night. No, it was when we were camping. Oh, wasn't it the fucking bathroom had a soap dispenser like that <laughs> we were and they had a soap that was very noisy it was like and it's like that mechanical sound of the soap being pushed out of the hole and we said what if you made that sound when you came yeah <laughs> so our whole trip we kept making that sound oh my god my voice cracked when i did that and it sounded way worse than usual i'm leaving it in yep do it <clears throat> So I'm not positive, but I think oftentimes the the viewisk universe, which is the 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 canon, the sort of cinematic universe in which the movies exist, um, and the stories, oftentimes they will have. Um, Kevin Smith also has written a few comic books, and so characters from this movie will have cameos in other movies, and there are also comics that may touch on the. Maybe not on mall rats. I don't know if they're, they're Wikipedia says there is no mall rats. Well, Jay and Silent Bob make a cameo in this movie, don't they? Uh, yes, they are in this movie. Right. So like there's already cameos in this movie from other movies. But they're in every movie except for Jersey Girl. Like they're in Chasing Amy. They're in Dogma. They're in obviously Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. They're in Clerks 2. They're not in Zack and Miri, I don't think. Are you sure? I could have sworn they were in that movie. That's a good movie, by the way. If you haven't seen Zack and Miri make a porno, it's definitely worth a watch. It's just a fun time. It is. It did not get very good reviews. <laughs> it's hard to get good reviews when you're making an R-rated comedy, though, I find. Just because a lot of, uh, a lot of critics are very judgmental about that type of comedy. I remember seeing it in a movie theater and there were three people in the movie theater. And it was like the weekend it came out. Yeah. I don't know, that late night type of comedy isn't really appreciated by a lot of people. I think it's hilarious in some ways. I thought it so. was very good. If we ever run out of 90s movies, we can start a early aughts 
cinema. Yeah, I mean, and we'll not call it that though, because that's gross. <laughs> early aughts cinema. <laughs> early cinema. Wow, Brandon must be reading something. He didn't think that was funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do a let's do a movie, a movie, a movie countdown. <laughs> okay, I think you should do it. You have the voice ready to go. <laughs> She kind of reminds me of my mom when she's drinking. Except a little less posh. Yeah, a little less posh. <laughs> a little more. In a good way. Drunk, drunk, ridiculous karaoke. That's amazing, by the way. In no way am I knocking my mother. She's a fantastic woman who is super fun to watch do karaoke, especially while drinking. You shouldn't be doing any knocking with your mother. That's illegal. <laughs> uh Thanks for watching or thanks for listening to Refined 90s Cinema. <laughs> that, that's it for tonight. See you later, folks. <laughs> we should note that this is the extended cut of the movie that we're going to be watching tonight. Oh, yeah, it must be. Eh? Cause it's, it's like two hours. It's, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> is there a dance number? OK, I, I have to make a comment, Brendan. Mm. She, I think she meant to say scantily clad, but she said skimpily clad because <laughs> she's drunk. Uh, yeah and i don't know if it was on purpose or if the actress made a mistake and no one caught it she keeps smacking <laughs> her with her gloves <laughs> i would take those gloves away so fast how dare you smack me i challenge you to a duel you're, yeah you're such an alpha alex yeah you would challenge a drunk woman to a duel <laughs> oh, i'm gone smack me in the head three times with a leather glove <laughs> that's the universal thing for challenging someone to a duel is smacking them with a glove cute astrologist girl looking at the stars we are now being introduced to ts and his girlfriend not gonna lie i'm a little disappointed that she is someone's girlfriend <laughs> it's a movie Ellie. i know but it just ruins the fantasy yeah. you know he's gonna break her telescope isn't he or he's gonna fall off the roof yeah it's one or the other there's like a very obvious gap that he's standing in on the railing on the roof, which is not how buildings are made, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Who builds their building with an obvious way to fall off the roof? Building with an well, obvious way to fall the off roof, the roof. they're on the roof and I don't know if they're supposed to be. That's true. <laughs> that's it. I'm having sex with you right here, right Pretty now. sure that's rape. Ooh. This guy's a perv. Ooh. That's Jeremy London, right? Yes. Main guy? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, her dad wants her to go on a dating game show. Well, he is like the producer of the show. Yeah. I wonder why he hates you. You just pr propositioned his daughter for sex on the roof when she kept saying no to you. <laughs> her father disagrees with the young love. I don't know why he would. Young love is true love. Because he doesn't want him screwing his daughter from behind on a roof. Apparently not. Or apparently when they watch TV when they're older. <laughs> that's her father in the that was being slapped with the gloves oh no he looks so young mm. wow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sniper <laughs> I love the delay in the bullets hitting the building that's hilarious get your butt off my tits <laughs> What a line that was. He puts his sock on the end of it. <laughs> it's just a prop. I'm not serious. What did he say? <laughs> I think he said they were Syrians. It's a member of the history club. <laughs> his daughter's calling for him. 
<laughs> he's still straddling that woman. I think that woman is his wife, isn't it? No, he's not married. Oh, She's okay. the governor. Oh, okay. I thought that it was his wife. Oh my god. <laughs> Get me to the hospital. And she's wearing... <laughs> I fractured my collarbone. <laughs> You're the accident, <laughs> you moron. What a line that was. That's such a good line for him to say to his daughter's boyfriend uh. that he doesn't approve of. <laughs> Look at him. Uh-oh. He's so angry. He is. He's good at being angry, though. That actor. Michael Rooker, yeah. right? Yeah. She's breaking up with him. Poor T.S. Poor guy. Now he's going to have to become a mall rat or something. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just transforms into a rat like Peter Pettigrew and lives in the mall. <laughs> I am a sewer rat. I am one with the mall. Credit sequence. Oh. Your favorite kind of credit sequence. I appreciate that they start the movie before the credits, though. It's a, that's a sign of good writing, Brendan. You get them hooked before you start the credits. Good music, too. It's the same band as the band that is in Biodome. Yep. Doesn't surprise me. So there's our other, there's our other link. It was the missing link, Brendan. And they're all drawn as comic book characters. <laughs> the last babe on Earth. That's awesome. Buttman Adventures. It would be Ben Affleck on Joey the Lauren Adams. cover of that one. Oh, look, it's Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silly Bob. Legends of the Dork Knights. Nice. Stanley. <laughs> Adventures of the Man. He is the man. Rest in peace, Stanley. What a fantastic human that man is. He sure did a, meet a lot. He was very prolific, I think. Yeah, well, and he definitely did a lot for, for I guess, the comic industry, too, mm -hmm. right? Like, he's, he's one whole half of it, really, of the main ones, anyway. Maybe. I don't even I have no clue how many characters he would have he would have been a part of. Like how many characters did he create? Pretty much the entire Marvel universe. Well, no, they had other so, people. Well, yeah, I know, but like he basically crafted it though. He didn't create all their looks and stuff, but he created many superheroes including Spider-Man, the X-Men, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Fantastic Four, Black Panther, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Ant-Man. <clears throat> in addition to more, and not just himself, but with Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, artist and writer. And Steve Ditko was also a working partner of Stanley. He also has one of the, he acted in one of the movies on Rotten Tomatoes that has a hundred tomato, hundred percent tomato rating. Wow. It's called, if you're not in the orbit, eat breakfast. <laughs> Now we meet Brody and his girlfriend. Some NHL. What is this like? NHL 94, 95. Oh, it's on Dreamcast. No, it's a Genesis. Oh, it's a Genesis. Yeah. It's even before the Dreamcast. He is wearing a shirt. Uh, Brody in the movie is wearing a shirt that says Henry Hudson, which is the high school that Kevin Smith went to in New Jersey. Henry Hudson High. Finishes what you started because you couldn't do it yourself. Oh! <laughs> he was asking her what she does in the bathroom all the time bah, 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 bah. Wah, 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 wah. she's like you never get me off so what else am i gonna do you want to know what i do in there i cry <laughs> i didn't tell <laughs> you what i think about when i'm in the bathroom she thinks about all this deep stuff that he's like i'd hate to tell you what i think about i was actually uh <laughs> i was talking to steph about 
TikTok the other day. And how obsessed you are with it? Well, no, I was. I deleted it off my phone. But I... <laughs> um, she was like, what, you were on it? Spent too much time on it? And I was like, yeah, especially when I was pooping. <laughs> and she laughed. And she goes, well, that's not that bad. It sounds like a pretty good pooping app. And I was like, well, not when I spend 20 minutes on it after I'm done pooping. You're going to get <laughs> just anal fissures with hemorrhoids. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. TikTok hemorrhoids. Go to the doctor. He's like, doc, I've been... Have you, have you installed any new applications on your phone lately? You're like, oh yeah, TikTok. Well, you have TikTok hemorrhoids. You have TikTokeroids. They sing when they when you pop them. <laughs> they sing when you pop them. <laughs> like a TikTok video. I don't think you're supposed to pop hemorrhoids, Brendan. I think it's very painful. I've never had a hemorrhoid, but I've had a fissure where like you get a cut from aggressive wiping or aggressive wiping. Or like or aggressive shitting. <laughs> yeah, I've had a fissure before too. It's not a good time. So that's not fun. It, no, it hurts for like a week. And it's important to keep it clean. You got to wipe wet, dude. Yeah. Well, that's the way to do it. Always wipe wet. <laughs> Refined 90s cinema. Always wipe wet. <laughs> this has been Alex and Brendan on Refined yeah. 90s cinema. Always wipe Signing wet, folks. Off. Roll credits. <laughs> I think we've ended the episode twice already and we're not even an hour in. I know. Just giving people different outs in case they want to leave early. <laughs> <laughs> we have to let them know. Blood bank, sperm bank, eye bank. Look at his comic book collection behind him. Yeah, I want a comic collection like that. That would be so sick. If you notice behind the bar, he has a record collection. I want a record collection like that. Oh my god. Records sound so awesome. I would love to have a record player. They're so expensive. And overpriced for what they are, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you almost need one that does like CDs and MP3 and all that at the same time. Well, I've spent thousands of dollars on records and I haven't been listening to them lately. I went back to buying CDs. (laughs) Look at his sock. It's just totally ripped. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a big asshole on his sock. Oh my God. Did you fart in front of her? There's totally, it's you totally have that mindset though. If you're the dump E, not the dump her. You start to think about every little thing that you could have done, especially if it's if it's unwanted or if you're taken by surprise, that feeling sucks and it sucks for your like ego. All of a sudden, all of a sudden <gasps> something changes or whatever. Yeah. And that's why you got broken up with, not just because it wasn't working. Oh, it's because I didn't buy the right cheese at the grocery store last week or like the smallest things. If Steph ever broke up with me, the first thing I would ask her would be, is it because you got sick of me eating pickles? <laughs> She's like, yes, it made me question your heterosexuality (laughs) (laughs) she hates the smell of pickles really yeah i love it i will drink pickle juice out of the jar vodka and pickle juice yeah dude fucking have you ever had a caesar with pickle juice i make all my caesars pickle juice exactly see this is what i'm saying um i've marinated fish in pickle juice you've marinated fish in pickle juice i've never done that the quick stop from clerks Yo, it's also from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes, and uh, Jay and Silent Bob Super Groovy cartoon movie wasn't very good, but and what's no, the? I only saw that one. I once. just saw it. The, there's a new Jay and Silent Bob. Really? Yeah, I have it. It was just released earlier this year. Oh, I should watch that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's very much like a Kevin Smith love letter to himself and to other Kevin Smith fans. So if you haven't seen all the other movies, you won't. It won't hit you, and you. Probably won't like it. 
well, maybe I'll uh, I'll watch all the Kevin Smith movies I haven't seen, starting with Mallrats. Do it. And, uh, considering I'm watching Mallrats right now. There aren't that many that I haven't seen, though. I've seen most of his stuff. Mm. He's being scrummed by the media because of what happened with the shooting. Are they going to fall in love with each other's girlfriends? Is that how this is going to go? That's my prediction. Oh, okay. I don't remember what happens at the end, but... Did you ever go to a girl's window in your life? Not that I remember. Did you ever sneak into a girl's house or go through her window or get her attention? I never. Only happens in movies. I mean, I had a girl sneak into my room through my window before. Yeah, you did. Or snuck out of my window to go see a girl. I mean... I never actually snuck into a girl's house, though. I wasn't that popular. My bedroom at my parents was always on the second floor, so... I mean, I could have jumped. I I once left in high school by just walking out the front door and no one noticed. You just walked out the door in high school and, went and no to one McDonald's. noticed you were gone? Wow. The, one, the only time I ever skipped school in high school, I got suspended for like two weeks for it. I didn't skip school. It was like, it was nighttime and my parents were sleeping and I just walked out the front door. Why did I think you were talking about, you said you left school no, I left. by walking out the front door? No, like I snuck out of the house. Oh. Michael Rooker is, is showering and doing his morning routine. And you see him shadow box. In the TV as a mirror. As TS is discussing his ended relationship. With his cute girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend now, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Look! <laughs> Hilarious. I, I would like to say, though, Kudos to Michael Rooker because he's like super in shape in the Avengers movies. So he like lost a lot of weight and got super fit for those. They, put, they were filming him through his window. How do you answer to your neighbor's charges? You practice satanic rituals. Uh, he's not in bad shape. No, but I mean, like he's super jacked in the Avengers. So that that 10 years did did wonders for him. Well, I guess Guardians is the first movie you see him mm. in. So. More than 10 years. Where did he get the gun? Did he have it in his hands before? Yeah, he, he grabbed it when oh, okay. he saw them in the window. I must have missed it. I thought it just popped Look in. At, looking at his naked ass. There's another connection. Refined 90s cinema. You know it's a 90s movie when you see a station wagon. A wood panel station wagon. Like we saw in Space Invaders. Yeah, those cars were popular in the 90s, eh? Especially like late 80s, early 90s. If you had... That minivans weren't as popular. So if you had a bigger family. That's true. There was one in the, the National Lampoon's movies, too. Mm-hmm. I love Brody. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Girl just walks up behind him and licks her lips. So Brody and TS are going in, are walking into the mall. I love the smell of commerce in the morning. I'm going to say that when I walk into the mall from now and on. And Ben Affleck. Benjamin, whatever the rest of his name is. Affleck. Prick. I like how Brody knows everything about everything in the yes. mall. And it's Easter time. Ooh, smack. Oh, clocked him. At first, I didn't think it was going to hit him in the face because like of the way the camera was. And then he still got clocked by it. I don't know about you, but if I took a metal beam to the face, I would not be back standing mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> I would still be on the ground crying. This mall reminds me of the mall from Eight Crazy Nights. It's very similar. Ethan Supley, who is jacked Ethan's, now. Yeah, he uh, he also played in um, Evolution. Remember that movie? No. You've never seen Evolution with Sean William Scott? No, I don't think so. Oh, I wonder if it's 90s. 
I got a musket tangled in my girlfriend's hair. Oh, it's a 2001 film. Womp womp. Bum bum bum. Can you see things in these three-dimensional pictures? Uh, not in. I don't think there's anything in this one. No, but like, have you ever tried in real life to see them? And like those books. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I never. I don't know. I used to like cross my yeah. eyes and have half an aneurysm trying to figure out. <laughs> You'd like move the page right up to your nose, move it back, move it up, move it back. Yep. It's the stage for the TV show, Michael Rooker. That's he's trying to get funding for his game show. <laughs> Like BJ and the bear. Why can't they bring back BJ and the bear? <laughs> Willem. The character of Willem, I think he was supposed to be played by Scott Mosier, who was Willem. He played the character Willem in Clerks, who is the guy who but, walks into the convenience store. But he has like one line because he's the producer of the movie. But they cast yeah. Ethan Supley instead. Is it Supley? Supley? I don't know how you're supposed to say I think it. it's. I feel like it would be Supley. Probably. Um, yo, it's Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> he sees a woman and just licks his middle fingers. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Typical Jay. <laughs> kitty, 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 kitty. That's <laughs> uh, like Eddie. Nucci, Nucci's. <laughs> shit out here watched empire and jedi last week and now he's just trying to do jedi mind tricks did you ever try and use the force brendan i've never seen a star wars movie excuse me i have me? never seen a star wars movie wait i think that we've been through this on the podcast before yes we definitely i think we talked about this on the first episode i think it honestly surprises me just as much every time I hear you say it, though. Do you want to have a Star Wars marathon with me? Sure. I got to show you. There's a show I love called Nirvana the Band. And they, they, um, he introduces him to the Star Wars movies and he watches like all eight in a night and he goes blind because he sits so close to the TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Nirvana the Band. Some of it is, like where they're like it's mixed with like they're doing things in real life to people kind of like a prank but it's part of the story mm. nirvana with two ends it's called nirvana the band the show and the okay. whole point is they have a band called nirvana the band and they try to get shows and it always fails nirvana the band the show i put it in my phone because i want to i want to check it out that's awesome um, but yeah, like maybe next time I'm down, we got to watch them all, man. It's got to happen. We're on the job. <laughs> he taps both of them in the nuts. If you're listening to this right now, protect your nuts. First yeah. of all, because there's a nut, ta- there's a nut tapper abroad on mall yeah. rats. Second of all, I would like to know everyone's opinion on the proper order to watch Star Wars movies in. Ooh. Cause I'm curious as to what people have to and say. We'll about follow it. whatever the consensus is. That's what we'll do. It's a schooner. He tells the little boy, you dumb bastard. (laughs) Oh, no. And then he tells him there's no Easter Bunny. Ethan Supley. And they got cookies. I would love a cookie. I also would love to run and get some cookies right now. And then the podcast would just be us chewing. Yeah, I feel like my mic would definitely pick up all of my chewing noises. I want to ask you this. Is there anything these days... That you can imagine yourself wanting to go to the mall specifically for? Um, 
<laughs> the only way he could bang rather regular chicks with a kryptonite condom. <laughs> what? Or it would kill them. Oh my god, that's hilarious! And the girls could didn't have a strong enough uterus to carry his children. Poor Superman. Anyway, um, no, I couldn't. I couldn't really think of anything that I would besides maybe clothes. If I was gonna buy clothes, yeah. I would go to the mall. But even probably, me, like I'll but... order it online, and then if I need to return it, I'll just return it to the store. Yeah, I mean. I don't really go to the mall that much. I work in a mall when I'm actually at the studio because my studio is on the first floor of the mall. It's not like a good mall. No, it's a really it's, shitty It's mall. really more a hallway through the city, an air-conditioned <laughs> yeah, hallway. With, with a source and a diorama yes. and a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. There's a travel agency too, I mm. believe. But. <laughs> Corduroy jacket. He wears that same jacket in uh, Jane's Hot Bob as well. Mm. If we're divorced, we're going to have to divide our positions. And they're just <laughs> dating. <laughs> <laughs> the, tip the typical breakup conversation. Visitation rights for the mall. <laughs> Brandon, if we broke up, what would we fight for visitation rights over? The podcast. The podcast. It would be a very lonely <laughs> show. <laughs> you do this week, I'll do next week. Uh not you it's me <laughs> even at my grandmother's funeral <laughs> you told everyone you could see her nipples through her burial dress <laughs> oh god oh, that's not what you want to say that's at one instance where i do not know how to act at funerals if i'm not directly <laughs> attached to the person yeah funerals are interesting because I've been to I've been to a few of them, and if it's not like a direct family member, if you're not directly attached to the person, like you said, it's like it feels kind of awkward sometimes, depending on how well you knew the person. Or like I find if I know the people that are affected and I'm going there to support them, it feels sort of the same as if I was going to a funeral for myself. But it's it's like a wedding. If you know the people well, you're very <laughs> emotionally invested and you care. And if you don't, you're just like, ah, oh, this. Uh. <laughs> that is sock Jay and Silent quarters. Bob's plan to they are going to foil the TV show stage that is being set up in the mall <laughs> and the kid foiled their plan Joey Lauren Adams I love the sound effect I think at that point they were dating in real life were they yes. really they either were dating or they dated after this movie yo Kevin Smith I hope his pants get caught in the escalator and a bloodbath ensues <laughs> What a line. Kevin Smith is a fantastic writer. He writes very good dialogue, but all of his movies are full of dialogue. That's not a bad thing if you like dialogue. <laughs> Fear and respect to the escalator. Well, and it's not a bad thing if it's good dialogue, too. Yes. Most great movies or movies that are most entertaining to watch aren't action. It's a good dialogue and good conversation because then you become attached. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone talked to a girl like this in real life, she's writing a book about sex drives. She got an advance for a book, so she has sex with men to study. 15 year old that has sex with men to study oh, she's her, 18. for her book. He said she's only 15. <laughs> <laughs> she logs all of her sex capades. <laughs> My girlfriend sucked 47 dicks. That's the line. <laughs> that's the line from Clerks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dick sucking contest. <laughs> Whoever's girlfriend sucks more dicks wins. <laughs> That's Ben Affleck's character had sex with her and talked about kicking Brody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkable. It's criminal. He's screaming at the little boy on the escalator. <laughs> Women want romance. 
It's weird to me that it was like such a big deal for a guy to go down on a girl back in this age. Uh, was it? I don't know. Yeah, because her in her sexcapades, they made a, she made a point of saying we were five two out of the fifty. So only two out of the fifty guys that she slept with went down on her. So we didn't do that. Is that well? We were five. Okay, well, but when we were like six in high definitely. school or older, high school. Wow, you are experienced. Well, you didn't have sex no. in high school. Wow. Okay, we've talked about this. I know, <laughs> but not on the cast. I, I was saving myself. <laughs> For marriage? What made you decide not to save it's yourself Walt for marriage again from Comic Book Man. No, I wasn't saving myself. I just had no game. Sorry? I just had no game and really low self-esteem. It's Walt Flanagan. Fake it till you make it, dude. Walt Flanagan. From Comic Book Man in the Jersey. Tell him Steve Dave. That's the it's, name of their podcast. And look at his hockey <laughs> jersey. It says View Askew. Another podcast? Is that Brian Johnson? I don't know any of the I things you're talking is. about right now. Is it actually Brian Johnson? I think so. It would make sense. Uh, Kevin Smith always talked about how in Clerks, the, he wrote those the characters for them, but he knew that they would never play the characters. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But he wanted to put his friends in a movie. Okay, lunch. What a good friend Kevin Smith is. Yeah, fanboy was Walter Flanagan, and he might not. Oh, Brian Johnson is Steve Dave, because he says, tell him, Steve Dave. And that's where the name of their podcast comes from. Tell them Steve Dave. Operation Dark Knight. They're going to swing Silent Bob. From <laughs> He's wearing a Batman he costume. Actually, <laughs> he says in the podcast that he used to dress up as Batman in that exact trench coat and go stand on the, the Steamtown Mall on the roof of the mall and pretend to be Batman after his girlfriend broke up with him. That's yeah. hilarious. Kevin Smith's As like hero. a 20-year-old. <laughs> I love the music. <laughs> he misses it. And ends up again. That's the leather jacket she was wearing in Biodome. I wasn't looking at the jacket. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of the Sarnia Mall. Yeah, it does yeah. remind me of the Sarnia the Mall. Zombie mall. That's like where the booster juice is. Oh, no, I'm talking about the downtown mall. Oh, okay. That's not the one I was talking about. I was talking about the one that I worked in at one point. Oh, yeah, you did. You worked at the Canadian Tire. Yeah, sold credit cards. And you online dated the girl from Booster Juice. Yeah. But not really. Not really. I didn't actually date her. She wanted to date me, and I had to let her down easy. And then you got a cookie from them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's that's always an awkward conversation, though, right? When you don't feel the same way about someone, so you have to, like, sort of, yeah. sort of like, talk to them about it. I never know how to have that conversation. You just be honest. That's what I've learned. Well, exactly. And that's that's always what I do, too. But it just it's always super awkward to have that conversation. It's one of those hard conversations you have to have from time to time. She's wearing a Degrassi jacket and Jay and Silent Bob would be in Degrassi 20 years later. I've never watched Degrassi. Have you ever seen? Neither have I. As Canadians who have never seen Degrassi, what can people tell us about it? Maybe we should just watch Degrassi, turn it into a Degrassi podcast. Degrassi broadcast. A degrassed. That's going to be our spinoff show. I hate Ben Affleck's baggy clothing. It's very like Chandler from Friends. It is yeah, very Chandler That was the from style. Friends. They didn't have any slim fit. He's <laughs> hiding behind the plant while the other guy sabotages their dates. Freaking Brody. <laughs> Brody takes her in the elevator. 
He just picks her up. <laughs> he looks like, oh boy. <laughs> the guy looks like a day rapist. You and the sperminator. <laughs> he just called Ben Affleck a date rapist. And a sperminator. He's a walking hard on. Oh man, can you remember even going shopping? Like it was an event. Oh god, I hate shopping. <sighs> I, you know those memes about like how women shop and how men shop. What uh, what are you referring like, to? Well, like I, there's always those memes. Maybe not anymore, but like maybe like five or six years ago, you'd see a lot of it where it'd be like. Oh, how women shop. And it'd be like a girl going into every single store in the mall and then how men shop. And he'd literally beeline for what he wanted and then leave the mall. (laughs) So I do it. Yeah, that's how I do it, too. Although I do know I do know some friends of mine who will go in the mall and shop for fucking hours. So the stereotypes are not true, but they're doing it in the elevator. It's true. I'm very I don't know. I can't remember the last time I did a shopping trip. Where, like, I was just there to look around. Yeah, I don't think I've done a shop, an actual shopping, shopping trip in a while. It's not something that I just, look forward to. No, shopping sucks. I always get really tired when I'm at the mall. Yeah, for me too, too. It's exhausting. They're just banging in the elevator. He's like the pariah. Everyone backs up. You're the guy with the shooter on the roof. They had breakup sex. She said the R word. You can't say that anymore. No, you cannot put that in your movies anymore. Or TV shows or anything. <laughs> like how he gets up after having sex with her and just starts dancing. <laughs> I'm over her 12 hours later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how he's checking his pulse against his buddies. <laughs> I'd look the same if I banged anyone in that elevator. Present company excluded. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he elbows her in the tits or she socks him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think every movie I've seen her in, she wears the exact same wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm having flashbacks right now, and I think I've seen like clips from this this dating game thing before. I think that's also Walt Flanagan. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he gonna hire him to do the same thing? Did you ever have a girlfriend whose dad like was super overprotective? A girlfriend? Um. What do you mean by overprotective? Like, acted like this guy, kind of? Like a parent? No, he's not really acting like a parent. He's being, like, abnormally possessive of his daughter. Um, yeah, I think so. Like, in high school. Yeah, in high school. That's, like, the, that's the, really the time that that happens, you, mostly. I don't know how I would, like, if I have a daughter one day, I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to act when she has, like, her first boyfriend. Well, I mean, you got to give her her liberty. Well, yeah, and I know that. That's what I mean. I'm I'm too passive to be the kind of father that would be overprotective. But, I mean, you also have to tell her, like, respect yourself, respect others. Yeah, I agree. You just got, you got to have the talk, right? Like, the serious talk. And make sure she knows that she has the support that she can... Well, and, like, make sure that she knows that she should be with someone who respects her. I think that's pretty important. She's just trying on underwear. In the middle of the store. Oh, that's gross. There's a reason why you can't try on underwear at the store. Also, pretty sure you're not. Are you supposed to try on underwear? No, you're not. I mean, it's different for men because ours mostly come in a bag. I don't think as women, you're not. (laughs) I don't think you're supposed to try on underwear because it's like, it's gross. I mean, yeah. (laughs) How much longer are we going to be in this chick store anyway? Starting to get a mean hard on. 
Refine90cinema.com. <laughs> Jesus. Did that ever happen to you in school? Where you like, yeah. you got a hard on, you couldn't get you rid of it? You block it with the binder. Yeah, with the binder, man. It's the, it's the oldest trick in the book. Always be bindering. ABB. ABB. <laughs> it's true. When you're spooning, you never know where to put that other hand. It's true. You really never do. It's uncomfortable. Real talk right now. <laughs> I usually just lay on it if I'm if I'm the big spoon. Just lay on the arm that you can't put around the person. And then it falls asleep. The spooner is always mm-hmm. modestly uncomfortable. The spoon E can put themselves wherever they want. Boom. That's true. The spooner has the shit end of the stick. That's why everyone always wants to be the small spoon. <laughs> ben Affleck is beating up Brody. He's, uh, so technically, he's like a 25-year-old beating, beating up, up like an 18-year-old. Like a high school kid. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls him a mole rat. Oh, they said the name of the movie, Drink. Everybody drink. Also, I, at that, especially at that age, a 25-year-old going after an 18-year-old is kind of gross. Definitely gross. Yeah. It's like an 18-year-old going after a 14-year-old. Yeah, it's just, it feels yeah. wrong. And it is, because there's Ugh. such a big difference in maturity. I actually would, I would go as far as to say that someone who's 18 going after a 14 year old is better than someone 25 going after someone who's 18. Because when you're 25 and 18, you're in absolutely completely different places in your lives. But when you're 18 and 14, it's like start and end of high school. So like it's different places, but you're still sort of in the same. I don't know. It's still bad, but like it, in my opinion, 25 to 18 is a way bigger gap just mentally and emotionally because you've grown so much in that time period. Some of us. Some I didn't do much growing. Got to do your Kegels, yeah. Brandon. <laughs> Got to get those <laughs> testicle weights. <laughs> oh, shit. Ben Affleck. I can, I can never take Ben Affleck seriously in movies. Yeah, put on your gigantic oversized suit jacket. Glad we had this chat. I'll remember it when I'm fucking your girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> how, how come we got along as well as we did when we were going out? Because you had cable. <laughs> this was back in the cable days, Brandon, when cable was like the thing. I have cable internet and the cable went out last night. I was very disappointed. Oh, candy store. I like how his nose is bleeding and I don't think Ben Affleck punched him in the nose once. Oh, I can give everyone an update on the candy debate. Uh, okay, remember what's us? The, what's I the sent you the picture this week, but I found uh, g- gummy worms for three ninety seven at Walmart this week. Right, so three ninety seven is the price of, of the, the of the tabs. on sale of a pail of gummy worms at Walmart. They're on pail now. <laughs> They're three ninety seven plus tax. We were all wrong. We just have to live with it now. That is a creepy <laughs> and Easter bunny. They beat him up, <laughs> and the kids are beating on him too. They jump right in, Jay all excited. And Bob, Jay and Silent Bob, and the children beating up the Easter bunny. Remember when girls had those little stuffed animal backpacks? Yeah. It was a weird time. Did you ever have a cool backpack? No. I I always wanted one of the Pokemon ones, but I never... I had a Chicago Bulls backpack in the first grade. I just had like normal backpacks. Every time I went back to school shopping when I was in high school, I would like just try and get what looked cool. Yes. And then your mother would say no because it's too expensive. Yeah. Either that or like I'd get something yeah. that like looked just normal or like not like... I always like try not to get made fun of by the stuff that I think I we all do. Now I'd go to the store and buy like a Pikachu backpack or some stupid shit because I don't <laughs> care. 
I was if I was going to shop for a backpack, Brendan, I would go. I all got out. a friend okay. an R two D two backpack, and he loves it to this day. See, like I would love yeah. that thing. That's amazing. Or like a BB eight one, or like a Baby Yoda backpack. Oh, Roddy, Rod, Roddy. Do you know who that is? Look at his you know that is? Scott Mosier. You say that who is he? He is Kevin Smith's co-host on their podcast, Smodcast, and he's also the producer of the movie. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I've never really known who Scott Mosier was. I'm a, so. I'm a fan I've just from something. the podcast. He's hilarious. I'm gonna have to listen to it. They do. I want to say they do like a like a Mallrats commentary re, or recent one because it was like the 20 year anniversary. Well, it would have been five years ago, but <laughs> or the 25th year anniversary. They did a. They I don't know. They there is a commentary out there. Yeah, ours. You can listen to it on refine90cinema.com. What time is it? Wine time. It's wine Everybody time. Everybody knows what time it is. It's wine time. Wine time. Hello. Oh, Brendan's not here. You know what that means. You get to listen to my wonderful voice until he comes back. Hi. How's it going? I, I mixed up my drink. I didn't have any more strawberry lemonade. Lemonade. So I uh, I poured a gin smash out of the can into a wine glass so I could be refined. And now I'm drinking that gin smash. Berry Blitz gin smash. It's awesome. It's very sweet. But they're quite good. You should check it out um, if you ever get a chance at the your your local liquor store, liquor establishment. Establishment. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Uh, there's a there's like a sour version of it. It's like lemon and lime and stuff. And this one's like strawberry orange. So it's pretty sweet. I think there's cherry in it, too. It's just like all the sweeter fruits as opposed to the sour ones. So, yeah, good times. We're enjoying Mallrats. It's a good movie. Um, I, I quite like it. I might have to watch it again at some other point because when I'm talking, I have a harder time paying attention to what's actually happening in a movie. Um, but as far as what I've seen, it's funny. It's typical Kevin Smith. It's a good time. Yeah, I quite like it. Um, anyone who hasn't seen it should watch it if they like the type of humor that you get from this podcast. So uh, go take a look at that. Also, Kevin Smith is just a phenomenal writer. I like even if you don't like the genre of like that slapstick late night comedy style, you should still watch. I guess it's not really slapstick. Some of it is. It's like a combination of that and the late night comedy. It's more late night comedy than slapstick. But if you if you like that genre in general, great. You'll love the movie. You don't like the genre, you might still enjoy the movie because Kevin Smith's writing is actually really charming and it's clever. It's kind of fun to watch. So give it a try. Give it a try or any of his other movies, really. Oh, I hear Brendan. He's walking. He's coming. Everyone hide. Shh, shh. Welcome to White Trash 90s Cinema. I'm your host, <laughs> White Trash Brendan. What are you drinking now, Brendan? A Muskoka Brewery, Hazed and Confused, Juicy IPA. Oh, see, and here I am pouring my gin smash into a wine glass, thinking I'm being refined when really I could have just drank it out of the can. White Girl Wasted 90 Cinema with your host, Alex. Yep. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Like, hey, girl, hey. This, this movie is totally like, did you see that girl's tits? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, she had like a thick. That's how women talk, right? No, not all women. That's overgeneralized. Oh, okay. I've never met a real woman. (laughs) 
What are these? Well, let me tell you a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> they smell different than us. Because I don't smell well, good. Women? I mean, women stink too. Don't lie, ladies. You know it's true. We all stink. Everyone shit stinks. Unless you like spray Febreze up your ass. That would, and, like, make that would a little hurt, bit. dude. <laughs> it would hurt. Can you mad? Oh. <laughs> oh. It wouldn't be it's pleasant. Like, it's like using sure. shampoo for lube. What? You know what? I th- That was the best fake surprise noise that I ever made. <laughs> I like oversold it because I wanted to act like I had no idea what you were talking about, but I yeah. totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> Men everywhere. Don't lie. Everyone's done it. This is real talk. People are learning things on this podcast. Maybe not the greatest it's things. Things don't do but it. Don't try this at home. No. Well, we're uh, we're an hour and nine minutes into the extended cut of Mallrats. It hasn't seemed like that long. I was talking in uh, in break time about the movie in general and how I think that and I'll tell you, too, is like I think I think that even people who aren't a fan of like the late night comedy or like the slapstick style comedy uh, would still appreciate this movie because Kevin Smith's writing is still really charming and funny. It's very good. Like it's. It's not dry and it's not like a lot of like late night mm. comedies where it's just like random sex jokes all the time. Like there's a lot of funny dialogue and stuff in this movie. I'm enjoying it a lot. I also think I'm going to have to watch it again at some point. Very cool. Yep. 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 Do you ever watch that movie? The Land Before Time with Ducky? A very, very long time ago. Okay. I just I still say it to this day. Yep. 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 Because she used to say that. And I don't know. I don't know. I was a Lambert before time kid. Michael Rooker's face, everybody. I'm feeling a little less frazzled. Maybe we can chat. <laughs> Look at those chairs. They have like little skirts. <laughs> yeah, like it seems like it took a lot of preparation to put this dating game show together. Well, it's like a whole stage. They spent like a whole yeah. day. For some reason, I recognize that podium that looks like a heart, though. So maybe I have seen like some of the later scenes in this mm. movie before. There, there are some gifts too that have <laughs> scenes from the movie. Oh, maybe that might have been when I saw it then. That's not the response you want when you ask a father if you can marry his daughter. Ooh, ooh, like he's going to rip your face off. <laughs> he grabs you by the neck and just laughs. So how old are they supposed to be in this movie? They're like high school graduates, I think. So like 18, 19. <laughs> there's a review I was looking for like the age of the characters mm-hmm. there's a review that says thin yet enticing <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny hmm. I accept the fact that you no doubt fuck my daughter wow Sli- slime or slam I don't know it's hard to tell oh my god the notion of you as an albatross around my daughter's neck for the rest of her life. Oh, that line reminds me of the best steel song. <laughs> the mall security. Can you imagine a parent of someone you're dating saying this to an 18 year old child? You know, we're old when we think 18 year olds are child children. Some aren't, but I was. <laughs> Fucking Brody walks up, high fives the guy. What's in his hand? I think what like the package of stuff. I think the package of stuff is like chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you put like Vaseline on his hand when he shows? Or his chocolate hand? or something. I think you put Vaseline on his hand so he can steal the ring. Oh my god, that that is where the Jane Silent Bob Strike Back reference is from. 
Oh, oh, gross. Is shit covered? There's something about it I forget. He li- oh. Yeah. Oh, God. A close-up of him licking his hands. Or he jizzed on it or something. I forget what it is. There's a line in Jane Silent Bob where he repeats what he does to this guy, though. Like, I'm sure that there are six small security guards and they're all listening to one guy who has nothing to do with the ownership of the mall. He doesn't work there. Isn't he like the mayor or something? Though? I have no idea. No, but he's running that TV show. <laughs> I like how he basically rules the police department. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> this was the prequel for Paul Blair Mall Cop. Yep, had to be. It was the inspiration. Ugh. <laughs> A fatty boom bat. <laughs> Jay, Jay kills me. He's so funny. <laughs> Snooch to the Snoogans. Security guard, arresting. <laughs> Have you ever been arrested by a security guard? No. I got a ticket one time. At the mall? Because I... No, uh-huh. not at the mall, but I was walking I was walking through a schoolyard with a friend at like one o'clock in the morning just to get home quicker. You know, uh, Amazon yeah, Public? Yeah. yeah, we were just walking through the schoolyard because we were on the other side of it to get back to like where our houses uh-huh. were. And a cop like drove through the parking lot and pulled us over while we were walking through the secu- through the through the yard and like just gave us a ticket for trespassing. We were like, there's literally a path here we can walk on. Snoochy boochies, asshole. I can't, that's weird. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. He like Krav Maga. <laughs> Jane Silent Bob saved the day. Oh yeah, see, it was shit covered. I knew it was something, I knew it was something, but I couldn't remember. <laughs> he just pulled a dildo out of his It's like a vibrator. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> and I like the joke doll. that his overcoat I like the joke that his overcoat is like a clown car <laughs> can hold anything. He's also got a, a freaking yeah, fat ass from Batman. <laughs> yeah. The bat belt. And they hug. He does that. And, that's hilarious that that's just a joke. Yeah, they do it in Jane's Silent yeah. Bob as well. <laughs> he gives him a kiss. <laughs> Where do you get those super cool toys? Silent Bob is the ultimate companion. The flea market. That's my kind of place. <laughs> it wasn't her mother it was her grandmother Brody punched a grandma see look at his hat look at his hat oh it says clerks on it nice only if they were really old I would beat them up Brody's a character <laughs> have I made it abundantly clear to you Brandon in the tenure of our friendship is, that I don't know this is the shit. end of our friendship no the tenure of our oh. friendship oh, well, we've been friends for a long time I know I was just repeating the the line from the movie, which you clearly were not watching in that moment. (laughs) I took my headphones off. Westerns, Western hats, adult baby, a baby baby. cowboy hat. (laughs) Look at the one, (laughs) lady killer. There's a hat that says lady killer. Where behind his shoulder? Oh yeah, that's hilarious. Oh yeah. (laughs) 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 Paint some old saggy. Yeah. Just three boobs or something. I can't remember. Yeah, some weird thing about this fortune teller. There's definitely something weird about the fortune teller. <laughs> you give me $58.60. Did you ever have a friend like that? That went and took me to a fortune teller who showed her tits for $58? No. <laughs> a friend that always expected you for, to pay for it. Uh, you? No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I do not. I buy no, shit true. from you all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Because anyone who did that more than once wasn't my friend. Yeah, I I knew a few people in high school that would conveniently forget. Yeah, their all the time. All the time. You do it once, yeah. like okay, fine. But you do it more than once, and it's like like no way. Yeah, if once someone did that a couple times, I usually stopped hanging out with them or going out for food yeah. or whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's got a nubbin. With well, her nipple. Uh, but it's very full. She's like Chandler. But it's Bing. very full. <laughs> he can't even look at it. It's hilarious. Would you ever like nothing would ever make me want to look at a naked woman next to sitting next to my friend? Really? What? You wouldn't look at a naked woman with me, Brendan? I'm just joking. I wouldn't look at one with you either. <laughs> I was put in that situation when I was younger at one point, and it like will never happen again because it was so awkward. <laughs> I feel nauseous. The extent of it is like nudity in movies. Yes. Like that's fine, but I don't buy her power when's my birthday. Dirt mall. He's so funny. T.S. Quint is like all into this fortune telling situation. <laughs> it's the third nipple that does it. <laughs> Brody's grossed out by the third nipple. He throws the money. Like, Just gives her more money. Don't ever lose that nipple. What a line. Uh, do you have any extra? <laughs> you can double check me. I like Brody's character kills me. He's so funny. She pops it off, right? Yep. Yep. And then she oh. eats it. Oh. oh. They did a good job with the prosthetic, I will say that. Definitely. Yeah, see, he gets on the game show and then they fall in love because of it. I remember. I remember. I remember. Pepperidge Farm. I haven't seen I don't I think I might have like caught the end of this movie with my dad at one point. The Eden Prairie Center, which is the name of the mall, is a real mall in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Do you want to go a little to bit. it? We should go on a Minnesota. I'd road love trip to go to Minnesota. Point. Do you want to like take a week off with me at one point and go on a road trip through the states? The movie Mallrats was filmed inside the Eden Prairie Center Mall in '95, but the movie was set in New Jersey. I wonder why they filmed it in Eden Prairie instead of New Jersey. Because various malls, including the Monmouth Mall in Eatontown and Bannister Mall in Kansas City, objected to the content in the film and refused to allow the production to be shot there. The film reappears in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, I've never heard Stanley talk so much <laughs> in one of his cameos. <laughs> Stanley's on screen now, by the way, everyone. A very handsome man. I'd do him. For a dollar. <laughs> Brody's like, holy shit, it's Stanley. <laughs> Jay psyching up the contestants for the... I'd be scared I'd get a boner or something. I'd be scared I'd get a boner or fart or something. Honestly, I'd be pretty scared, too. I, I've never been on TV before. He's got weed. I mean, technically, I've been on TV a few times, but not actually your, me. Just well, your work has been on television. Yeah. All of my work has been on television, in fact. He plays himself. It's so good. Stanley. Stanley repairing relationships for the extent of his life. <laughs> Jagger and me, we had a running <laughs> contest. 
Wow, Stanley, deep conversations right here. Wonder if there's any truth to that. I bet there is. He's talking about Iron Man and the Hulk being himself, just just homages to himself. Excelsior. <laughs> Excelsior. What a guy. Oh, Stanley's a legend. In a in a in a hopeless romantic. He is huh? a hopeless romantic. Take that to the bank. <laughs> I think you bought it. <laughs> he seems to be really hung up on sex superhero organ. sex organs <laughs> I would never give my car keys to someone random especially if they did not mm-hmm. drive not even for love cause he ate poo yeah he ate poo indeed which he was super rude so yep the guy in the middle reminds me kind of of Mr. Bean do you ever watch the Mr. Yeah, Bean yeah dude movies? absolutely and the, the TV show. Oh my god, there's yeah, they're so good. You ever see Rat yep. Race? Oh, such a good one. <laughs> Next time you pop your old <laughs> you lady. <laughs> Jay is such a freaking weird person. Gil Hicks. That's Dante from Clerks. Diphtheria. He came down with diphtheria because he ate poo. That's Brian O'Halloran from Poop. Played Dante in Clerks. The guy on the left? Oh, it is. The third contestant. (laughs) (laughs) Quick thinking, Brody. Where is that Toby bitch? (sighs) Every time Jay is talking about Silent Bob, he calls him a bitch or a slut or a hoe. It's hilarious. Whoa. I don't know what... I think they sped up the the frames in that scene of everyone clapping. Bob's your host. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many people. Have you ever been on stage like Never that? Never in my life. They made us go on stage when we gave our speech in like grade four in my grade school. Oh, that's not true. I did that at the Legion. Oh my God. It was brutal. I, I won <laughs> when I was you in won. grade four. My parents made me practice every day for like two months and I ended wow, up winning and then job, I lost. Dude. I won a couple spelling Look bees, at that guy's suit. And then I lost. Did you really? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I won like two or three and then I went to like... A, a more like a more serious one because I won the other ones and then I lost. I got like third place. Gil Hicks, Dante Hicks. I don't like that shot of the crowd. It's like really awkward and weird for some reason. Look at that chair, dude. That chair is awesome. It's a heart shaped chair. Wow, she's like wearing a nice dress. She looks very nice. Here we go. Dating show, dating talk show. <laughs> what a 90s name, Randy. It really to is. To go with my other daughters, vodka and Sambuca. <laughs> Bazinga. I think Alex is gone. I don't hear him. What happened, Alex? Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I was watching the movie. I got If so you were a car, movie. what kind of my car bad. would you be, Alex? Um, I would be a Chevrolet Malibu 2009. Why? Oh, not 2009, a 1999 Chevrolet Malibu. Because it was was the first car I drove. It's nothing too spectacular, but I mean, it gets the job done and it never breaks down. All right. (laughs) If that's your your baseline, gets the job done and never breaks down. (laughs) Uh, If I was a car, I don't know. Golfing. Oh, no, for, oh my god. What a dick. Uh, listen, mini mini golf yes. is the best yes, date but idea. Though. Golfing? 
Like you don't go to a golf course. No, you go mini golfing. I actually went on a few first dates at mini golfing. Of course golfing. you did. Mean, I, of course I, you you did. strike me as a guy who wouldn't go mini golfing. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like at a certain point you fall into a routine it's when you're true. dating. You kind of do like I. I used to always bring girls to yeah, the, beach. the park. That was my thing. Because my dad lived on the beach. Take off your socks when you make whoopee. Whatever that is. <laughs> What's the weirdest name for sex that you've ever heard? Like the weirdest word for it. Uh, I once went on a date with a girl who called her vagina her bonkers. That was the weirdest thing that it, it was. It was. Oh, yeah. That yeah. would turn me off. Too, it was very sure. weird. I uh, I went on a date with a girl one time that called my penis my fun place. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like her fun place or your fun place? My fun place. <laughs> oh, it oh, was very okay. weird. Let's just say she never she never she got never, to experience she, the fun. She place. never saw <laughs> your fun place and her bonkers together. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> oh, the security guard with that. He's just it's like he's he trying looks to be like, a, like an acapella singer, like a barbershop quartet. He has a hat. He does because he could like wear have a cane and like take it off. Da, 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 da. There he goes. He's taking the hat off. <laughs> Smooths his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Brody is just quick-witted. Do you know who Rush Limbaugh is, Brandon? He is a radio host. He certainly is. All right. It, that's why it's hilarious that they used him as like an example for an attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you ask me a question? Poor Gil. Gil Hicks. Dante's naive little brother. I don't know if in the VSQ universe they're actually related. I'm just assuming. Walter. Walt oh Flanagan. There's so much like this uh, movie has so many lines like references and that good you lines. almost have to take a breath in between. Like kudos to all the actors being able to say this shit. Well, that's, that's a heavy dialogue. That's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. If nothing real. else, there's a lot of I'm dialogue. Actually, like I'm lost in his story. <laughs> <laughs> Did he come or what? Oh, that's a good question for it Brody. It is a good question for Brody. If you were a comic book character, Brendan, what kind of would you be? I think like the Dark Knight, those movies, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises are some of my favorite movies. And I'm not a big superhero fan, but I don't know. I always thought it'd be cool to be the Flash because you could run really fast. It's useful. It is useful. That's true. You can just run around the world, do whatever you want. But also, I don't know. I always. Maybe it's because the age I was when the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies came out. Like I was like 12, 13, that I identified with Spider-Man more so than any other and fantasized about being Spider-Man more so than any other superhero. But right. I don't now, but I did then. I, uh, I watched a lot, of, a lot of comic book movies as a kid. I, I read a lot of comic books and I watched like TV series that were based on comic books when mm -hmm. I was a kid. It's actually really hard for me to pick a character that I would be if I would be a superhero. I think I think I I like Spider-Man too. I think that's a good one. Um, 
And the reason I like Spider-Man so much as a comic book hero is because he has like real baggage. You know, he didn't yeah. just he didn't just get gifted this power and uh, not have like something to hold on to when thinking about how to use it. Yeah, that's why I don't like Superman, actually, because he kind of just was born that way and he doesn't know what it's like to not have power. So he kind of like takes it for granted in a way. No, oh, but I also like Daredevil. I think Daredevil is awesome because it would be really cool to know what it would be like to experience your other senses. So like in a really magnified. Yeah, so vividly and in like a really magnified sense. Mm. I think that would be really cool just to like be able to hear incredibly well and like all of your touch senses would be like a million times amplified when you bang <laughs> when you bang he's ts is going for it she's stunned the audience is wrapped with attention her father is drunk oh he just said shit and silent bob is in the rafters she said yes everybody she said yes he asked her to marry him by the way <laughs> everyone claps except her father Dante's like, I just wanted to go on a date. He's like eating her face when he kisses her, by the way. Snoochie boochies, brody muchies. Uh-oh. Don't play the tape. What is the tape? Oh, it's the father dancing, maybe? Oh, it probably I is. I don't remember. The cops. Why are the cops How there? How come in this town on this movie, 8 million cops respond to calls? Like, they have nothing better to do it's like than go to the mall. We actually have a lot more police now. Yeah. Yeah. And a parking authority. He's <laughs> <laughs> been staring at this like subway is just visual quit. picture all day and he could not get it. Like the kid who stuck the remote up his ass. <laughs> not just yet. Pat Sajak steals the mic from the host, pushes him away. Oh, Brody. <laughs> ben Affleck. What's that? What can I say? I love the retard. Oh my god. Saying that word on TV now is so so not okay. Yeah, honestly. But even friends, like the homophobic stuff that they say is not okay. Yeah, like a lot of these 90s movies are just filled with that kind of stuff. And if they got released nowadays, well, they wouldn't even get released because they wouldn't they would get so heavily critic critiqued beforehand that it wouldn't be the same movie sailboat what what the hell the cops are repelling like how he's still throwing up in the bag (laughs) (laughs) the back of a volkswagen wow e-dub life do you ever do it in a car brendan no comment no comment it's very uncomfortable it's much nicer to be comfortable that's what i'll say agreed (laughs) (laughs) he just gets lucky why would there be a duct taped VCR? Call me Joey. <laughs> Don't make me get loose. <laughs> oh, Come on. They play the video. Oh, no. The little mm-hmm. hat on the bunny. <laughs> the security guard. <laughs> oh, man. You can't strike a prisoner in police custody. All right, but make it fast. We're going to get married, dude. Because of a love game show. Jay and Silent Bob did it. And now they're smoking weed. Smoking weed. (laughs) I love how Kevin Smith writes a line for Silent Bob. A line for himself. Yeah, in every movie. 
I like how they get the girls at the end of the movie. It makes me happy. It warms my heart, Brendan. Poor Dante. <laughs> I call that illegal. Would you like to come over and meet my mother? Want a cookie? Look at how much he's... Oh. You got great presents. Oh yeah, he ends up having a talk show already when he's in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I've seen that movie so many times. I could probably quote it at this point. Her father goes to prison and she doesn't even care. <laughs> Brody <laughs> took over hosting duties on, on the Tonight, Tonight show. show. But still lives with his parents. And was well liked by his mom. Brody's girlfriend's like his mom Suzanne. Everyone, who's a janitor on the network. Michael Rooker's an amazing actor. He plays his character well. On a boat, Borgasm. <laughs> And with the security guard, <laughs> William eventually, or Willem, Willem eventually saw a sailboat, sailboat in his uh, mystery picture. They have the monkey. The monkey's in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as well. Is that actually their monkey? It's actually a monkey, and apparently, they had to get training on how to handle the monkey. And it almost like attacked them. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're pretty like they're they're pretty vicious if you piss them off. Exactly. As far as I've heard. See Brian O'Halloran as Gil. Passerby in parking lot. I like how love how people are credited. Yeah, reading credits is a fun time. Fun fact, actually, I I never leave the movie theater before the credits are over. No, me neither. Usually, I like to I like to give credit where credit is due. So. I just don't want to deal with the cl- crowd. And if you wait another 15 minutes, the parking lot's empty and you're Yeah, good. that too. I just, I feel like I'd be a hypocrite if I, if I walked out of the movie theater, um, because I would appreciate it if people watched my credit. Ed Hapstack, the electrician in the movie was a friend of Kevin Smith's. Oh, nice. They grew up together. No, I was just saying that I, I hope that when I one day work on a film, people that I love and care about will watch the credits and look for my name. And masturbate. <laughs> I mean, if they want to. If it's a credit in the porno that I take that take part in. Yeah, that was fun. I, I'm happy that I got to see it because I've heard so much about it. So it was definitely a good pick because there were points when we were watching it where I like forgot about the podcast <laughs> for a second. And I was like, oh, this is a good movie. I'm just watching it. And it's a great time. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what do I you give talk. it out of 10 in uh, your refined 90 cinema review i think i and i kind of like reiterated a little bit earlier but i'll reiterate a second time because i think it's really important that writing makes makes mm-hmm. movies i think that if movies are based entirely around action sometimes it's fun or it's mindless or whatever and people like to watch it or put it on in the background if they're just doing something else but movies like this that have good writing you could sit and just like lose yourself in it happened to it happened to me and it happened to brendan when we were watching it just now and brendan's seen it before like it's it's one of those things mm-hmm. you get lost in good writing right sure. so i think that if you're gonna write a screenplay for something you should you should really think it through um because words words don't go unnoticed you, you'll be listening to what someone's saying and even if it's like silly as long as it's witty or it's well written you can really get people attached to it especially in movies because there's a lot of information all hitting someone all at once in a movie. It's not like reading a book where you can read it at whatever pace you need to. So just has to be well articulated and uh, very well acted as well. So kudos to everyone that acted in this movie. Kevin Smith's fantastic. Mall rats. If you had to guess what a mall rat looked like, what would you guess? Like a really big, gross rat. Like 
what is the character's name? If, if you guys haven't seen Charlotte Webb, Charlotte's Webb, please watch it or read the book or something. Because come on, it's like a classic. But like Amalrat's like the rat from Charlotte's Webb. It just like runs around like the rat in the circus and collects all the garbage and all the shit that people leave behind. Like so many people are disrespectful in malls. I don't know if any of you realize that on a regular basis, but I, I'll walk through the mall sometimes and there'll be like six coffee cups just on the shelves randomly behind other crap because people don't want to walk to the garbage and throw them out. That makes me so angry. You know what gets me is uh, shopping carts left in parking lots. Like in, yeah, not in a park corral. Too, it, takes, it takes two seconds to walk to the corral and be like a decent human being. And especially now, like I saw carts in the middle. Usually, I'll, if it's close enough to my car, I'll go and take it back. But I'm like, I don't know if I want to touch it because of well, yeah, everything exactly that's going right. on. So you got to be really careful. But yeah, I'm like you. I like to check, take them back if I see them sitting around. Same with coffee cups on shelves. I always pick them up and throw them out. But like, it's just. Yeah, it's awful. Or if like I'm ever not going to buy something in my cart, I usually don't just shit, shove it on a shelf. I'll like bring it up to the cash register with my other stuff and say, no, I just I'm just not going to buy this. Like I decided I didn't want it. But at least then they can put it back where it belongs. You know, like it's not. So you, you went and urinated before you gave us your review of mall rats. I didn't give it I didn't give it a number out of 10, but I see all of the Kevin Smith movies. I never saw when they came out because I was too young to see a rated R movie. but. I've loved his, I've read all of his books, I've listened to his podcast, I've seen him live a couple times do Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Get Old, or An Evening with Kevin Smith. So I just have a love for him as a person, as a podcaster, first, because that's how I was first introduced. And then I went back and watched clerks and mall rats and dogma i think the first one i watched was dog the first movie i watched was dogma also a movie i haven't seen and i saw zach and miri and then i went back and watched clerks and the more i watch clerks the more i love it but i've also heard i've read books i've seen the behind the scenes i've listened to the commentary i mean as a fan you sort of like the movie regardless yeah that makes so sense. i'm not a very i can, I can discerning that. So you give it a 10 out of 10. To me, yeah, it's like an 8. Mallrats is an 8. I really like Mallrats. And I, but I really like Clerks. I think, I, think I'd probably, I think I'd probably give it around the same, like a 7.58. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it as well. So I might go back and watch it, not on the podcast, and see like what my opinion cool. of it is then. and like So I can get some of the things that I missed. But I mean, overall, I had a good time watching it on here for sure. It was a, it was a really fun time. It was a good pick. Tell us what you thought of Mallrats. By emailing refine90cinema at gmail.com or leave a review on iTunes. Yes, do those things. Um, and I assume eventually we'll also be on YouTube. Thanks for listening to episode 8 of Refined 90s Cinema. It's been great having you. Yeah. Come back next week for the third installment in our Bud's Comedy series. Buddy Comedy, Stoner Comedy, whatever you want to call it, series. Alex's turn next week. I don't know what I'm going to pick yet, but stay tuned. You'll find out. It's exciting. It is exciting. I love this kind of movie. I have an idea, so we'll see what happens. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Refined 90s Cinema. Refined 90s Cinema.com.